0: Coming up on BBP News, the US has officially reached its debt ceiling and there's an update on the Brian
1: Coburger case. The Supreme Court released its report on the Dabsworth Jackson decision leak.
0: Welcome back, everyone, to yet another episode, and it is Monday, January 23rd, and we are going to jump right in here. Chris, start us off in the normal Monday morning fashion by giving us the weather headed into this week.
1: In Los Angeles, California, it is sunny, 64 degrees. In Houston, Texas, it is mostly sunny, 65 degrees. In Chicago, Illinois, it is mostly sunny with a high of 34 degrees. In New York City, it is raining with a high of 45 degrees. So it's official. It's officially happened. The United States has reached its debt ceiling, a value sitting at about $31.4 trillion. The country hit this mark on Thursday, the 19th, as expected after a letter sent to Congress by Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen last week. Before Secretary Yellen sent another letter on Thursday informing congressional leaders that, quote, extraordinary measures her department plans to use to keep the country afloat until the debt ceiling is reached have been put into motion. In this letter, she also urges Congress to act quickly to raise the debt ceiling as the amount of time these extraordinary measures can be used to keep the country afloat is subject to a lot of different factors and uncertainty. That being said, it is estimated that this position could be held until June 5th. So what is happening in Congress right now? The truth is there is a lot of debate within the chambers on how to proceed from here. Many House Republicans, including House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, wants to use this opportunity to cut spending for several programs in an attempt to bring government spending down.
0: On the other side of this, Democratic leadership, including the White House, says that this is absolutely not an option and that there has to be a clear and clean raising of the debt ceiling. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell has a slightly different opinion than many of his fellow Republican Party colleagues, telling reporters, quote, the important thing to remember is that America must not default on its debt. It never has and it never will. The very basic principle of funding the government has become very controversial in my party, end quote. A timeline for when the debt ceiling will be raised is still unknown, though there is confidence on both sides that a deal can be made before that June 5th deadline. As for how this reach of the debt ceiling is hitting the economy... It's overall pretty minimal thus far. The Dow Jones did see another decrease Thursday, dropping 252 points or 0.76%, while the S&P 500 also fell 0.76% and the NASDAQ composite dropped off by 0.96%. However, reports are showing that these drops are less to do with the country reaching the debt ceiling and more due to fears over more interest rate hikes from the Federal Reserve. And this can be seen even more so when on Friday at closing, all three markets finished higher than the day before and the Nasdaq finished with its third straight week of wins. And whether the impact from reaching the debt ceiling remains minimal on the economy remains to be seen.
1: We have some more information surrounding the murder of four University Idaho students and the suspect in custody, Brian Kohlberger. Last week, we got a first look at the search warrant used to uncover evidence in the Kohlberger's residence. Some of the notable items taken from the residence, including a pillow with a reddish-brown stain, a disposable glove, a computer tower, a vacuum dust container, and several hair strands. One of them expected to belong to an animal Police also revealed no weapons were found at the residence, still in search of the knife believed to be used to commit the murders.
0: Beyond the search warrant, we were given some more information regarding Koberker's actions before the murder. An investigator in the case revealed last week that Coburger had actually tried to get in contact with one of the victims for several weeks beforehand. The investigator said that the messages to the victim mainly just said things like, hello, how are you? However, they were continuous and the victim never responded. At this point, we still don't know the motive for the murder, and as Chris said before, police still have not found the knife believed to have been used to commit the murders. Koberker is set to have his first preliminary hearing on June 26th, a decision made in an Idaho court earlier this month, a move meant to give his defense team more time. If convicted, it is said that Koberker would face either life in prison or the death penalty.
1: There is another murder making national headlines and that is the story of Anna Walsh, a 39-year-old mother of three who went missing at the beginning of January. Walsh was first reported missing by her employer on January 4th after she had not shown up to work for several days. When police questioned her husband Brian, he told them that he had last seen Anna on New Year's Day when she was allegedly left in a ride-hailing service headed to the airport for a work trip in Washington. However, investigators later discovered that the ticket had never been used and arrested Brian Walsh for misleading a police investigation. On January 9th, a judge set a $500,000 bail for Walsh as he pleaded not guilty to the charge. Since then, there has been more evidence found which has led police to hitting Brian with a murder charge.
0: Right. So first, it was discovered that Walsh had gone to Home Depot on January 2nd and bought $450 worth of cleaning supplies. Later, investigators found blood and a bloody knife in the basement of the family home. And when searching through Walsh's internet history and his son's iPad, investigators found several incriminating searches, such as how to dispose of a 115-pound woman's body and how long before a body begins to smell. Walsh appeared in court on Wednesday for arraignment on the murder charge, pleading not guilty. The judge ordered him to be held without bail, and his next hearing will take place in February, and it is scheduled to be a virtual hearing.
1: As the war between Russia and Ukraine has raged down, the United States and other Western allies have continued to send billions of dollars to aid through ammo and equipment to help Ukraine. That aid has continued when the Biden administration announcing another round of military hardware, this package adding up to about $2.5 billion. This marks the 30th drawdown from the U.S. Defense Department stock since the war began nearly 11 months ago. And there are numerous
0: items included in this package, including 90 striker armored personnel carriers, 59 Bradley fighting vehicles, millions more rounds of ammunition, tens of thousands of artillery rounds, night vision equipment, and much more. This support is coming as Russia is expected to launch a renewed ground operation
1: in Ukraine sometime in the spring. The investigation conducted by the Supreme Court into who leaked the decision to overturn Roe v. Wade has concluded. The leak came in May of 2022, weeks before we were scheduled to hear the court's decision. An investigation has been going on ever since, beginning almost immediately after the leak.
0: And at the conclusion of this investigation, there really was no conclusion as they determined that they could not find a definitive answer as to who leaked the decision. This came even after 126 formal interviews had been conducted of 97 different Supreme Court employees. The full report released by the Supreme Court will be linked in the show notes if you want to read it.
1: Getting into rapid news, after a poor earnings report, Netflix CEO Wilmot Reed Hastings has stepped down as the CEO. And
0: 12,000 workers are being laid off by Google's parent company, Alphabet, as they trimmed down their workforce after coming down from their economic high during the COVID-19
1: pandemic. That is the end of this Monday morning news episode. Nick will be back here tomorrow morning with another episode of Eye on the Ball and then in Idiots in the News on Wednesday. Until then, everybody, have a good start to your week.
0: Bye, guys.